What the heck? <laughs> it was slow. It was. I told you it would be different. It was and very different. That's really all I told you. I gave you zero context. This horror I can stomach. It's not really horrid though. That's the thing. It's and it's not very jump scary in the same sense of Outlast. It's noise jump scare. Yeah, it's more atmospheric, more just psychological. But yeah, welcome to Scary Christmas. We're playing Layers of Fear. In this episode, we get stalked by a ghost snail. We open a door with our butt cheeks. And we interrupt a baby's bath time. Thank you for coming back from our replay reviews. My name is Leah. And my name is Kathy. We are two friends who are here to replay, review, and analyze your favorite video games. And since Kathy has never seen the games before, it helps me view them through her fresh eyes, almost like I'm discovering them again for the first time. We hope it will be a similar experience for you. So it starts out, we just hear a voice. It says, I know how you must feel. Lost. Alone. Hopeless. You probably deserve it. But even for you, there is still a way. A way to bring it all back. The one precious thing you ever truly desired. Finish it. What are you thinking? <laughs> uh, when I hear finish it, I feel like murder, like gotta finish killing someone but in this sense after seeing everything that goes down finish it means like finish a piece of artwork i agree it seems like it's referencing the painting that we'll see soon but my follow-up question is then who do we think is talking and to who when i first heard this i was thinking it sounded like someone else telling us as the main character but by the time we wrap up this first half of part one, I'm thinking he's talking to himself. The more we get to know this main character, the more I feel like he has some mental health issues. Yeah, maybe we'll have to do some like vocal mm -hmm. <laughs> analysis or something, but it seems like every male voice that we hear in this game is the same, but I'm not confident. So I agree. I think it's probably him talking to himself. So wandering through this mansion, we find a ring and when we look at it, we hear, The thought alone that the most beautiful piece of art doesn't have my name on it is killing me. So, will you marry me? I hate this. <laughs> this might be one of the times we agree. But I hate when people only have one personality trait. Mm -hmm. So, for example, I'm an artist and that's all I am. Right? Like, you should propose because... You love her, not because you're an artist. you got to have more personality to wow a female. Come on. <laughs> exactly. Come on. It was cringy. Dig deeper. Dig deeper. Just just even a little bit. It's amazing how it's just a tiny bit of effort. <laughs> how far that can go. As we continue to wander around, a painting flies off of the wall, and on the back of it is written, Paint Deep Lies. I don't know if you had any reaction to that. Nope. But we also notice there's a lot of different writings on the wall. Mm -hmm. It's not just on paintings. It's like on the back of the chest. It's on lids. It's everywhere. 
Yeah, that's one thing that I'm wondering if we should also address at the end of the game. Sort of mm. analyze those if we have time. Mm. But on this painting, we find a sketch of a woman and here. Now, a tiny bit to the left. Yes, just like that. Hold that pose. I want to get all those lovely curves just right. <laughs> and then uh, not long after that, we find a hairbrush. And here, when we pick that up, this is a woman's voice this time. First time, not the man's voice. Hello. It's about time for us to talk, don't you think? I mean, I've seen you in my house so many times, and yet I could never find the courage to face you directly. Not until now. So I have a few questions surrounding this. Number one, is this woman the same woman that he's sketching and proposing to? Or is it someone else? I'm confused because I don't know if he's picking up these items in the narration we hear is in chronological order, or is it just happens to be different pieces just from different timelines right but i'm hearing this and it almost sounds like he's a stalker like i've seen you in my house <laughs> multiple times and is this the house that he's in right now or is it a different house is he stalking someone is he well she's the one saying this well well, yeah but is he stalking her like she he shows up in her house oh. multiple times i don't know i just that, don't get that's goodbyes. my second question that that goes into my second question okay. which is is this a giant mansion with multiple renters in it? Or, like, is this woman the owner and she's renting to this guy? And if so, that's what makes me wonder if this is a different woman than the one that he proposed to. Because we later find the cane and he talks about, if we move here, you're going to have to carry me up the stairs. So it doesn't seem like she's the owner. So I'm leaning towards, it's a second woman. Mm-hmm. I just don't know if this house is something that they move into or if this is part of like her her heritage, her dowry, this mansion's included. I don't know. But yeah. I'm thinking it might be the same woman who owns all these pieces, but I also don't know. It could go either way mm -hmm. at this point. We hear some uh, creepy crying and other weird stuff happens. And eventually in the kitchen, there's some... Definite poltergeist type activity, including a knife that gets thrown. This all builds up to a painting of food spilling out. All the apples, potatoes, or whatever's in it fall out of the painting. And what's left is a piece of skin. And when he picks it up, we hear him say, First, I looked for a canvas. Not just any canvas. I had to find a knife. Not one of those bread ones. It needed to be as sharp as a razor. So I used a razor, in fact, and then carefully flayed the skin. Booze helped keep my hand steady. So things have amplified. It's so weird because we don't have enough context if it's a skin of a human or a skin of an animal or or, or what is what is what are we talking about? It's just it's creepy. Right. And it's All we know is it's wrong. <laughs> yeah, it is. I'm worried about cannibalism. <laughs> I think that's fair. Fair to be worried, especially after Outlast. So we return to the, the studio room and add this piece of skin to the in-progress painting, which morphs into a couple of flamingos? Is that what you see? I don't know what I see. It just looks <laughs> like blurs. <laughs> All right, in scene two, we find the second 
piece of the painting. So starting out, we're taking the elevator upstairs and I think we see a ghost in the hallway. Did you see that? Yeah, but it's also quite normal because things are shifting around quite frequently. So mm-hmm. yeah, why not? <laughs> we also find a burnt piece of sheet music and here a piano. And then a voice says, Why did you stop? That tune was perfect. Honey, please, just a little longer. At least until I finish painting this one part. Oh, don't make me beg. So again, do you do anything else or just paint? Painting is his personality. <laughs> it's all it is. We're already getting so mad at this person. <laughs> at one point, we're walking through a room and then it sort of erupts into disorder. Everything's strewn about. But we get a flash momentarily of it back to being perfectly arranged. What is he really seeing? So like, is the the room in disarray reality, but his memory is seeing the room how it used to be, all orderly? So do you think he's out of his mind right now, just walking around an abandoned mansion? Or what do you think's going on? Exactly that. I think... That he has gone through some trauma and what he sees all the disarray is its current state. And every time it has that weird noise and he's doing a flashback, that's the past history. He's maybe hallucinating or wanting to live in the past because he's in denial. And at this Mm -hmm. point, every time we hear those weird noise, it almost looks like his vision is melting, which makes me think that it's like either some kind of fire happening where things go up in flame because that's the same kind of pattern we see the pictures they either go upwards as in they're on fire or they go downwards as if it's like a candle Mm -hmm. melting i agree with you and there's also a lot more documents and notes that you can find that give a little more insight into what's happening but i played it that way trying to find everything and it just took way too long so i just went for the the main clues this time but maybe after we finish the game, we can talk about some of those other clues as well to get a better idea of what's going on. But for now, seems like it's mixed reality. So we approach a painting of some dogs, maybe greyhounds, and hear them barking. But as we get closer, the painting changes and the dogs turn to skeletons and we hear whimpering. Really hurt my heart <laughs> to hear yeah. that. Very nearby this painting, we find a collar. And the memory that we hear from this one is... Honey, remember how you said it would be nice to have a pad so the baby could have someone to play with? Well, I just bought us a dog. <laughs> Aww. So many things wrong with this one. <laughs> Get a cat so that the baby has someone to play with? I don't understand. This. What is the cat going to do? Or maybe just spend more time with your child instead of getting an animal right. to replace you. Not good. And then also, he bought a dog instead of a cat, so I feel like maybe shouldn't have done that. <laughs> We're then soon stalked by a wheelchair. We walked past it earlier, and it was a normal wheel- wheelchair, and it soon appears right behind us, and it now has paint on it. So that seems weird. It might have been his... Because he said that, oh, you'll need to carry me up, so maybe he has some issues. Yeah, I will tell you, one of the things I found in my first playthrough is a note about getting a prosthetic leg, and they made Um, it too short, and so that's why he's limping. Continuing on, we get locked in a room and hear creepy walking, shuffling, 
outside in the hall, followed by some knocking and banging on the door. Until whatever it is then shuffles away. When we open the door, there is a snail trail of paint, which seems to lead into a painting that then melts and morphs into a different image. So here's what's interesting, because you just talked about the wheelchair. So it kind of sounded like this thing outside the door had a limp. Like, it kind of sounds like the mm. main characters walk a little bit. And then in this painting that melted, we find a cane. And this is when we hear him say, This house is absolutely amazing. But those stairs, with that leg of mine, I think you'll have to carry me to the bedroom once we move in. Ew, again, everything he says is stupid, but is is he the, the paint snail ghost? I'm calling it a snail because it leaves behind a snail trail. Okay. So I'm, I'm sorry if that was confusing. Yeah, I was like, I'm trying to think about like snail. Okay. There was no snail. What are you talking about? Yeah. Um... Why not? In a bedroom, probably the one that he was carried to, we find a violin in here. Honey, what in the world are you doing? What did the doctor say about straining yourself? Leave that thing alone. It's not going anywhere. Number one, what kind of strain is she under? Number two, what kind of doctor? And number three, it's not going anywhere. Does that mean the violin's not going anywhere or... Her career as a violinist isn't going anywhere. I feel oh. like there's a lot of ways this quote could go. I kind of like your third idea that she's a violinist and then she can't keep playing. And I'm thinking that maybe she has a baby or she's pregnant or something like that. And she mm. just can't do that because she's on bed rest or she's hurt. Or maybe mentally she's just not capable to be doing so much. I don't like the, the direction he's going and the attitude he has to her. Sometimes mm -hmm. he sounds very sweet. Sometimes he just seems really mean and aggressive. And I'm thinking that he was very sweet in the beginning and it slows, slowly goes downhill and he's becoming more and more aggressive. I agree with that trend. I mean, it, the way it starts out is like, you're my piece of art. And now it's like you're a little trash. more controlling. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> a little more controlling. Also in this room, there is a record player that causes the room to melt, I think, mm -hmm. which releases a bottle of blood. <laughs> and when we pick it up, we hear, I needed a jar and a plastic tubing. I siphoned gas before. I knew how it was done. I stuck the tube in a vein and sucked on it until blood filled my mouth then put the tube in the jar and it just kept coming. The taste of copper haunted me the entire night. Why didn't I think of a syringe? What? So many <laughs> things wrong with that sentence. I'm thinking all this relates to the piece of skin, the carving. You saying that it's related to the piece of skin? Mm-hmm. Did the bloodletting happen before or after the, the skinning? Or is it a different person? Because either this is a mass murderer or someone is being horribly, horribly tortured by being skinned alive and then having their blood siphoned out of them. And it seems like he's the one doing them all and he's a painter. That's his identity. So is a serial killer not an identity of his or does he not admit that? Because the one thing, and this is not the full quote, but it says needing to separate the meat from the bones like yeah what the, what the heck 
It's just so disturbing. What's going on? Yeah, it's making me wonder if he is, like, killing people that live in this mansion, if he's some sort of serial killer, because if this is in chronological order, it seems like it would be much harder to siphon someone's blood when they have no skin on their body. But let's keep tabs on this theory. I think we're leaning towards a serial killer right now. I know, right? It's funny because I had no thoughts of this having anything to do with a serial killer before we started recording <laughs> 15 minutes ago. So I'm excited. Yes, new turn of events. Back in the studio where the in-progress painting is, we find a flask. Oh, stop looking at me like that. It's just a little something to help me focus on my work. That's all. And then on the flask is engraved some liquid courage for your grand art opening. Leah, I just I just thought of something. Oh, my God. What if this art is his cover for being an artist in reality? His artwork really is the use of human body parts and skin. Like the redness is the blood. That's why he needed to siphon that. His canvas is human skin or whatever. And maybe he mm -hmm. keeps marrying different females. And, and if those three female voices that we hear in the beginning belong to different people, then he's obviously luring females back, cutting their skin to use <laughs> as canvases, taking their blood, and that's the redness, and he burns down the place, which is the melting effects. I just, oh my god, what if this whole art thing is just a cover, the grand opening, and the liquid courage is for him to actually feel better and not throw up as he starts killing people. You gotta be either drunk or insane. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> to, to do that. Uh, but I think definitely human elements are being used for art. I 100% agree with that. Um, <laughs> speaking of which, we add the blood to the painting, which then morphs into a meat pile or maybe a bloody scorpion. I don't know. So at this point, I have two theories. One, he's an artist and he has some kind of art business. And then he gets married to the person who owns the ring. Then he has a drinking problem, as noted by the Liquid Courage. And then he probably maybe takes drugs. And then there's a house fire at the mansion. And it actually kills his wife or his, his child, which I'm thinking that they have a kid. And then he's in denial or he's in just really mourning the loss of his wife and his kids. And that's why you see everything always kind of burning and flickering. And he's going back and forth between reality and the burnt mansion. Mm -hmm. My second theory is that the voice we hear in the, in the beginning, just that crying, the female crying sound is maybe his wife. And they're mourning mm -hmm. the loss of their baby dying which we'll get some more clues about that. And then his wife leaves him. Then he gets into a drinking problem. That's why his voice starts to become more and more aggressive during certain parts that we know is more closer to present than the past. Mm -hmm. And then he's slightly mentally unstable. He burns his own place <laughs> out of rage and he's just left alone in the mansion. And that's why we see things melting. I think there's definitely some hallucination going mm -hmm. on schizophrenia maybe i think something's going on there's definitely a, a psychological aspect not just to the game but i think to the character all right final scene we find the third piece of the painting so 
Under an odd painting of a face, we find a dented pair of glasses, and when we pick them up, the character says, Ugly. Ugly. You ordered a true portrait, so that's where I painted, you fucking pleb. Maybe I need to kick some artistic sense into your stupid face. Got him. Got him real good. Mm-hmm. As he said, the painting's ugly. I painted a true portrait. <laughs> good one. Number two, do you know what a pleb is? Because I don't. No, I don't. Should we Google? Yeah, you Google it. Keep it on your browser. <laughs> Derogatory and informal. It comes with a warning on Google now when you type in something bad. <laughs> An ordinary person, especially one from a lower social class. Well, it wasn't quite as offensive as I thought it would be, mm-hmm. considering the warning it came with, but okay. Hey, we learned a new word today. <laughs> Um, and then number three, did he beat this guy up and that's why the glasses are dented? Is that what I'm picking up on here? That's what I'm thinking. Do you think this guy is in a painting now? <laughs> huh? He's probably burnt. Maybe it's his skin and his bones. And then continuing on, there's a trippy section of gameplay where a phone falls and it's backwards and then you have to walk backwards and it's confusing. But once you figure it out, uh, you can answer the phone and it says, Hello? Yes, speak. What? What fire? Oh, God. Is she... Which hospital? I'm on my way. This sounds like the same voice we've been hearing, right? Yeah. So, who's she? Has to be his wife. And baby? Maybe? Here's where... I'm slightly confused. We were thinking this is the house that was on fire, but we know that the phone is happening in this house and he throws his phone mm-hmm. down and that's the history. So the fire must have taken place somewhere else or unless there's yeah. two different fires going on because how could he be picking up a phone in the house that had the fire unless partial, like part of the house was on fire? I Mm, yeah too sure i'm confused by this as well because it seems like we get hints to both of these events occurring here the phone call and the fire that's been referenced a few times and we even see it once in a memory when he goes up into the attic there's flames below him in a room that we were just in where there were no flames so he's hallucinating actual flames as well and it's all in the same house so yeah your your question is correct something's off Unless he set the fire and he's just playing stupid. But the thing is that if he's setting the fire to kill someone and then he wants their skin um, <laughs> for canvas, I, it doesn't work out. <laughs> it doesn't work out. Anyway, questions surrounding that. I think we need more information. We do get jump scared by a ghost behind a door. And after it fades away, we enter the room, which is covered in more paint and snail trails. So this is also where I get confused because now it seems like the snail trails are being left by this female ghost. But our main character is the one that has the limp. So I don't know what's going on with the ghost and the paint snail trails. Unless those snail trails are from him and his wife fighting violently and he's leaving snail trails everywhere. But it's so closely entwined with the ghost 
The other thing is that as we're looking, because the room rotates, we get those snail trails at the top of the ceiling, which I don't know if it truly is on the ceiling or if it's just in his mind, things are flipped around. And that's why the floor where the snail trail should be end up at the top. I love how casually we're just tossing out snail trail. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of really trippy things like that room where you get locked in and there's no doors and the only way to get out is if you reverse butt first and maybe open a doorknob with your butt cheeks. <laughs> like there's lots of weird things that I don't understand. And I don't know if it's symbolic of maybe a mental condition, but I'm confused by the ghost because then pretty quickly after this, we see, I'm assuming the same ghost lady, but it's just a sh like a shadow this time, you know, in the, the window which will soon push the character down and then it just disappears. So I don't really know who is the ghost, if it's always the same person, what form the ghost is in, if that changes. If his wife did die, then it would make sense that's his wife. If his whole MO is to kill females, then multiple ghosts, multiple females. Mm-hmm. Could be. Could be. And that could be why they look different, because they're killed in different ways and used in the paintings in different ways maybe mm -hmm. soon we stumble upon a piano that plays by itself and causes all the furniture to float and on the piano we find a box with a piece of bone inside i needed to remove the flesh from the bone at first i was lost as to how but then i sawed it off with a handsaw boiled it then put the bone in a mortar. I had to get one, obviously. This was not something I'd done before. Finally, I mixed the dust with some white paint. It made for a lovely undercoat. So more confirmation, the stuff is being used in the painting. I'm really grossed out right now. Gonna have to go test all your artwork. <laughs> I'm really disturbed. <laughs> but again, same person or different person. And then also they said that they haven't done this before. Are we sure? <laughs> Seems like he's speaking from experience. But I'm wondering, <laughs> the bones and the dog, the painting, because we see it with the skeletal form, are those the bones we're referring to? I don't know. I don't think so. I saw that painting more as, like, maybe, I think you said, like, the dogs died in the fire. Mm -hmm. Maybe. So I'm not sure if that relates to the painting, but <laughs> what if? What if this is Father Martin? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> because yeah. his finger paints were taken away from him. <laughs> and this is what he's progressed to. <laughs> he's progressed to luring unsuspecting females to then use their blood as finger paints. This is what happens if you take finger paints away from Father Martin. Expect nothing less. It's all Helen's fault. So when the bone is added to the painting, it changes into a fish. And I don't think that there's any connection between the painting and what we add to it. It doesn't seem like there is. Mm -mm. And that's the end of part one. Any summarizing thoughts for you? At this point, I don't even know what the objective of the game is. What's he trying to do? <laughs> is he trying to cover his tracks? Is he trying to find answers? What I are we think he's for? trying to complete his painting. Mm. And maybe he's, yeah, being haunted by all the people or perhaps just cute. person that he's killed to make it i think he's definitely insane 
Well, is that it for part one? That is it. Do you have anything All else? Right. I don't have anything else. I guess we'll see what else we learn in part two. Perfect. Tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. I will count us off then. Audacity on one, three, two, one. Thank you for listening, and don't forget to send in any questions, comments, or game suggestions. You can find all our contact info on our website, replayreviewspod.com, or contact us directly through our site. Did we completely miss something? Are we way off the mark? Or do you just want us to take a deeper look at anything from the game? We'll tackle any topics you all want to hear in our season wrap-up episode. We also have a Reddit where we discuss anything we're curious about. Go take a look and let us know what you're thinking. Our theme music is Condemned by Eggy Toast. They'll play you out, and we'll be back next week.